So welcome everyone. My name is Kyle Hershey. I'm the COO of the Mortgage Calculator, and this is our loan officer sales training that we do every weekday at 12 p.m. Eastern time. And we go through more of the front end of talking to leads, making sales. And then of course, we have a ton of trainings on the back end at the Mortgage Calculator. If you check out our YouTube, most of our trainings are a little bit more of the back end, and this is a little bit more of the front end. So today we're going to be talking about managing expectations. And if we're going to make sales, aka originate loans here in this business, to do so smoothly, we're going to need to manage expectations of our clients and not just our clients, but other people involved in the transaction as well. So that's what we're going to be talking about here today. Very important here. Don't underestimate the importance of what we're talking about here today on this training. So I'm going to go ahead and get into the slide here and let's talk about managing expectations here. So something we talk about quite a lot, first off, educating the client on the loan process, managing their expectations on the process. We talked about this a little bit yesterday. We touched on it of making sure they understand what's going to happen when they uh, send in their application and the credit is going to be pulled automatically if they give the consent, right? When they fill out their application here at the mortgage calculator through that streamless process, talk to them about when you're going to send out the LEs, right? When you disclose the file, what those mean, what they do and don't mean, right? What it means that you're acknowledging it, but it does not mean that you are locked in in any way to have to move forward, right? And make sure they understand their rights as a borrower. Now, like we always talk about, that's where you come in as a loan consultant. And that's where you're going to also separate yourself from other loan officers because you're giving them the full picture. You're educating them on what the loan process is going to be. Now, a big part of this is setting realistic expectations, right? If we don't manage their expectations in the correct way, it's going to backfire on us. We need to make sure we're educating them on the process and setting the realistic expectations of this is how things work. And this is what we can expect going forward. We're not going to promise anything we can't deliver. We're not going to promise, uh, you know, closing times, right? That Those are things that will get us in trouble later. Because as you all know, that are experienced loan officers out there, there's always things that come up in the process, right? Uh, that are out of our control, out of the client's control, out of the lender or investor's control. Uh, and so, you know, we need to make sure that they understand that, you know, again, things, these are things like appraisals, right? None of us can control how long it takes the appraiser to go out there. We also can't control the value that the appraiser gives. We can't control the condition that the appraiser marks the property in, which could totally blow up our deal just by the appraiser entering in one thing or you know, the documents that the client gives us show something a little bit different than what the guidelines allow. I mean, there's a million things that can go wrong from the start of a loan to the closing and even after the closing, right? So we need to set realistic expectations. Now, part of that is talking to the borrower about potential setbacks. If we've done our job properly 
as a loan officer consultant, if we've done our job properly in interviewing the client, because the first part about this is always knowing what loan programs we can put them into, right? That's even further in the beginning of the process before we even get to what we're talking about today. We're interviewing them thoroughly, understanding what loan programs we may or may not be able to put them in. Once we are sending them quotes on those type of programs, once we're deciding which loan programs that we could possibly go with, we need to talk to the borrower about potential setbacks that we may face. Our sales manager, Jose, he talks about this all the time, right? As far as he's always going to let his client know, okay, if we go with the bank statement route, these might be the challenges that we face. Or if we go the conventional route, whatever it is that we're talking about, because we've probably sent them multiple quotes if we're doing our job as a loan officer consultant. And so we're going to talk to them about these are the benefits and these are the uh, you know pros and cons of which way we may want to go. And then especially as we narrow it down, we want to talk about the potential setbacks that we may face during this loan process. Obviously, we can't talk about every single issue that may come up, but we're talking about main issues here, things that in the guidelines we're looking at and saying, hey, uh, you know, either it doesn't quite fit, maybe we have to get an exception for it and maybe that won't work. Maybe we're looking at the guidelines and we're not clear if this is going to actually, uh, you know, qualify. Maybe again, we're, we're talking about, hey, if the appraisal comes back short, this is what we can do. So the next bullet point there, discuss backup plans if these setbacks occur, right? Jose talks about never having an issue with these type of things. Because he's already spoke to the borrower, already talked to them about the potential setbacks, already has backup plans and different routes to go if those setbacks occur so that when the it happens and he discusses it with the client, there's no surprises. And there's already essentially a plan of action of saying, look, we knew this may be an issue, so it's not the end of the world that it happened. We've already discussed the backup plans and what would need to happen or could happen if these setbacks occur. So it's on us to not only interview the client properly, get the information from the client property, but read the guidelines. What we're talking about here today, none of it can be done without reading the guidelines. Now, when we're doing a non-QM loan, especially, we have to read every word of the guidelines. There's no way around it, right? There is no automated underwriting system for a non-QM loan because every single loan and every single lender and investor is different with different guidelines. It just doesn't exist. And so, and the guidelines change every day. So there's no way around when you're doing a non-QM loan, especially, which is what we specialize here at the mortgage calculator. Uh, there's no other choice but to read every single word of the guidelines to make sure that your file fits those guidelines, right? There's just no way around it. That's our job as the loan officer. Look at the guidelines, talk to the client, get all the information and match that up with the guidelines and see if this is something that can happen. And then again, look at the potential issues that may happen according to the guidelines and according to the interview you've done with your client and the documents you've collected from your client. So you're matching those things up. Now you're going to see the potential issues you might run into, and then you're going to discuss those potential issues with your client. You're going to, uh, you know, not with your client, you're going to come up with potential solutions, and then you're going to discuss 
those potential solutions with your client. Because again, it's not a big deal. If you don't do this, then it is a big deal to the client because now there's things coming out of nowhere and the client's going to feel like you told them things that you essentially kind of lied to them, right? And said that we could do this program and then all of a sudden we can't. The borrower has no knowledge of the fact that you know, they sent, they might've told you a little something different than, uh, you know, before or something happens. Right. So it's our job to educate them up front so that we don't have any issues. Because let me tell you, if you're not educating your clients on the potential issues that may happen and talking about backup plans, they're going to feel like you're pulling the switcheroo, even though you're not, and they're going to walk more times than others. Now, you know, the examples of this, like I said, are maybe income being a little different once we actually have it sent to underwriting and they look at it a little differently according to the guideline. What if the appraisal comes up short? We're going to discuss this with our borrower. We're going to say, look, the appraisal may come a little short. If it does, what are our options? Can you afford to put another 5% down to lower the LTV or whatever the plan of action is so that we talk with our client? Now an issue happens. It's an okay conversation. We're saying, hey, we knew something like this may happen. We talked about what we're going to do about it. So that issue is here. We're going to deal with it just like we talked about. Now I do, I don't have it written down here, but I do want to talk about the fact that it's not just your borrower, right? These expectations should be set up and you need to manage the expectations of the realtors involved in the process as well. They need to be on the same page as well about the issues that may come up. They need to be aware of the potential backup plans. For example, if the appraisal comes back too low, we're going to need to either retrade, aka renegotiate with the seller's agent if we're talking about a purchase. Let's say we're talking about a purchase. Well, the appraisal came in low. Obviously, we're not going to be able to purchase the home for what we agreed on because it's not worth that. So we need to retrade here, right? Now, the seller doesn't have to do that, but that's going to be the natural reaction. So how are we going to retrade? Well, the realtor has to do that. So we have to manage the expectation of the realtor to let them know, hey, you know, I'm looking at this, maybe Zillow says way different than the actual value that the client is saying. So we're managing the expectations of, hey, this may not be worth as much as you think it is. So let's be prepared for that when the appraisal comes back. If it's too low, we're going to need to either retrade or the realtor is going to have to go to the seller and say, hey, the appraisal came in low. We're going to need maybe some seller credit, right? So that the seller can pay some of the closing costs or you know whatever the situation may be that we're using the seller credit for, right? So that's also something. So you see a couple, just that one example of appraisal coming in low. There's multiple things that we need to talk to the realtor about, not just after they happen, but also up front. If we see anything that, that's going to make us think maybe the appraisal will come in low or whatever the situation is, we don't want to wait till after it happens. We want to talk to the realtor up front, see, get them plans, and they might even talk to the other realtor and say, we're not positive that the appraisal is going to come in at that value. And if it doesn't, we need to figure out what we're going to do. Are we going to renegotiate the price? Are we going to try to negotiate seller credits? 
And let me tell you, realtors are trying to close the deal because they want to be paid, right? We're all trying to close the deal. But let me tell you the way that realtors act, they're even more she to get the deal closed than a loan officer is typically, right? So with a realtor, there's both sides of the transaction here, right? So you have two people involved in this transaction making presumably 3% each. And so if we can make sure that we're all on the same page, they're going to do whatever it takes to get that deal across the finish line. So if we let our uh, you know, borrower's agent know and they let the seller's agent know, now everyone's in communication to figure out how we can close this deal. And that's usually going to take some kind of concession from the seller, which makes sense because it's not at the value that, that, it, that they thought it was right? Uh, definitely something that's not just our borrowers. It's also other people involved in the transaction, particularly the realtors. Now, here's a big thing. When these problems occur, right? We need to react to them immediately. This is one of the biggest problems with loan officers. Remember, we've talked about this in other trainings. The number one complaint from both realtors and clients about loan officers is lack of communication. Number one complaint about loan officers, lack of communication. One of the reasons for that is because it's difficult because they don't want to give the bad news. I see it all the time. People avoiding the phone calls from the client or the realtors and because there's bad news and they don't want to break it to them and it's uncomfortable and they are, you know, not They're afraid to kind of face the problem. Now, guess when that happens? When they haven't managed the expectations correctly, when they haven't had backup plans set up that they've discussed with the client, that they've discussed with the realtors, just like Jose talks about, that's an easy call. Once you've done it properly throughout the process, that's not a difficult call to pick up the phone and say, hey, just ran into this issue. Now we're going with the backup plans. Which backup plan do you want to go with? Hopefully we have multiple backup plans, right? So that call to that client, that call to that realtor should not be an issue. If it is an issue, that means you haven't been managing expectations from the beginning. So as long as we've been manning the expectations properly, now it's just a quick phone call of saying, this is what we're doing. Now, if you haven't been managing expectations properly, that's a difficult call to make. People are upset. Realtors upset because, you know, they thought they were getting a commission. They thought this deal was a done deal and now everything's unraveling. The seller is going to be super upset. They want to cancel the contract, uh, you know, and all these type of things, as opposed to if the realtors are aware of what's going on, the potential setbacks, the potential backup plans, they can also discuss those with the seller so that everyone kind of knows what may be coming up. But if you don't do that, it's basically like, hey, they're not true to their word, right? And I'm talking about the seller and the seller's agent and maybe even your agent for the most part saying, this person isn't true to their word. Uh, you know, this loan officer is not competent. They told me one thing, they did the other. So there's all kinds of reasons why they're going to be upset. But again, if they are upset, That's a clear sign that you haven't done your job enough as a loan officer consultant to let everybody know what may happen and what we could do about it when it does happen. Now, the last two bullet points here are kind of um, 
managing expectations as far as more to do with like the rate lock, right? So again, market trends and conditions, um, talking to your client about the condition of the market. Uh, you know, we're not um, psychics, right? But we can discuss the data. So we don't necessarily want to you know, make the decision for the client on when they might want to lock the rate or when they might want to apply or when they, you know, you have somebody that's been waiting to pull the trigger for six months. We can talk to them about the conditions of the market and say, hey, you know, here's the information. You could make the choice because it may be time to push the button now. But again, we're not going to tell them, you know, super for sure. We're going to let them make their own decision. We're going to educate them on the trends in the market, on the conditions of the market. And again, this especially applies to the rate lock management of asking them if they would like to, you know, lock their rate now or not. Right. So rate lock management is a big part of that as well. Sending up the expectations for your client by educating them on the different market conditions, the different trends that are going on in the market. So again, they can make their own decision. Like we talk about on a lot of the trainings, it's all about empowering our borrower to make these decisions. Not only are we going to empower our borrower about making the initial decisions of which route to go, but we're empowering our borrower all the way through by also giving them the backup plan A, B, and C then when we go to them and we need to switch to a backup plan, they're empowered because they can choose which backup plan that we're going to go with. So we want to not only manage their expectations throughout the entire process, but we also want to empower them, you know, educate them and empower them throughout the entire process so that again, it's not a hard phone call to make and it's not something where you're going to need to uh, scramble and stuff because you've already talked to them about this. You've already planned out what you could do. So now you're just calling them to get their decision. If you've educated them correctly, if you've empowered them with all the information and all the different choices, that phone call is not on you. It's on them. You're calling them to figure out what they want to do. Now, if you haven't set up the expectations and came up with the backup plans, that's a whole different phone call. You're not calling them to figure out what to do. You're calling them to bake, uh, break bad news to them. And then telling them, hey, I don't know what to do. Well, let's, well, I'll try to figure something out possibly, but we're probably going to miss our, our date on the, you know, our deadline on the contract. Maybe we might breach contract. Maybe we might lose our earnest money. So totally different phone call to both the client and the realtor when we haven't managed their expectations. But as long as we have, we're calling the borrower to say, hey, we knew this would happen. Which way do you want to solve it? We've already talked about the ways to solve it. Maybe we go over it again, of course. They might not remember, but we've already talked about this, and I'm asking you which way you want to go. You have the information. I've empowered you to make that decision. You tell me. I'm here to serve you of what you want to do. So now that you know the options, I'm calling you to say, hey, I'm here at your service. Let me know what you want to do. So again, this is very important here. Keep this in mind. And I want to make sure everyone understands, you know, and especially the newer people in the business, that it starts at the very beginning. This all starts with that initial interview 
and it goes all the way through the process of educating them and empowering them on those initial decisions of what the 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 ideal program that they want to get into and then educating them on the setbacks that may happen in that ideal program the backup routes that we can go if those setbacks do happen and as soon as they happen we're going to react to them immediately especially on a purchase we need to let the client know and the realtor know that you know, we're, we're going to be having uh, different things we may need to do. There may be X, Y, Z delays. So now we need to really look at our financing contingency. We've had trainings on that before. Remember there's a financing contingency on the sales contract on most real estate deals, most purchases. And so we need to very quickly to make sure we understand and know what is the date of that the financing contingency is, what is the date that we need to close by. So those are all things we need to immediately address because if we wait, we're going to, we will screw up the whole transaction if we wait. So we got to be proactive. We got to react immediately. Don't put it off because it's an awkward conversation because again, it shouldn't be an awkward conversation if we've done our job properly as loan officer consultants, setting expectations, setting up backup plans, empowering the borrower to make the decision once those issues come up for them to make their decision of what we're going to do from there. All right. I don't see any questions, so we'll go ahead and wrap it up here. Remember, we do this 12 p.m. Eastern every weekday where we go through the front end of the training. Keep in mind that Monday, this Monday is New Year's Day, so we will not be having a training this Monday. So the next time I'll see everyone here on the sales training is 12 p.m. Eastern on Tuesday for the next episode of the Loan Officer Sales Training with the Mortgage Calculator. Have a great weekend, everyone.